good, buddy. Thanks for having me on. Um, I'm, uh, I love your stuff. Love what you've been doing. Um, been watching your videos from day one, and I'm excited to be here. Talk some uh, Zedron and some other crypto. I was back in um, that original crypto boom in 2017 uh, when uh, everyone was, everyone and their neighbors were talking about Bitcoin and this thing's going up. And um, me, and, me and a buddy decided uh, we wanted to, to get exposed to it. Um, we go to, uh, we get a tip from this guy at a mobile store through a buddy. We literally walk into this, like, uh, it's like a cell phone store. They sell um, cell phone cases, iPad cases, and all that stuff. And they got this little black box on the wall. Uh, and the guy's like, give me some money and um, I'll send you over the, um, the the crypto on the exchange. And and back then, we didn't know what the hell we were doing. So um, we uh, we gave him some money and uh, that's how we kind of, uh, we bought some altcoins, some Tron and some other crap coins that uh, we eventually watched burn to to death they're all under a penny and worth nothing at this point so um that's kind of how we started okay so uh my fault on that i i didn't have my microphone connected so chat uh i asked him how he got into crypto and that was that was his entrance into crypto um so then how did you find zed run from there as uh, top shot uh, i had a few buddies talking about top shots and um I was just, uh, I think I was just scrolling through Instagram or something. And then I see these Zed horses and NFTs. And um, even when I was in Top Shot, I was still, what the hell is an NFT? Uh, and then I saw like, that ad for uh, one of the drops. I, I believe it was the Echo or the Terra drop. And um, I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. Um, kind of fell through a, a, a deep, dark hole that night. Um, some, did some research on what this project was and the rest was history. And that was back in April. Now, wh what was the intrigue over this over Top Shot? Because I've, I had the same experience with Top Shot. And for me, it was just the utility and like the use of OpenSea in the secondary market. What were some of the biggest factors that made you jump from Top Shot to Zed Run? Well, I, I always thought Top Shot was kind of a more of a collecting thing. Um, other than collecting, there's nothing else you could really do. Um, and just jumping into this NFT space, you have you have a whole new world of possibilities. And and Zedron, um, you got your mix of um, gaming, um, gambling, which has been blowing up in the last few years, and um, just fun. It was so fun watching a race and being like, oh, I want a horse. I want to be in that race, and you can win money. It was just so much fun watching those first few races and. Um, yeah, it was nothing like it, nothing that I kind of felt. And and the idea of actually owning this and something like Fortnite where you buy skin, when the game dies, that skin goes with it. Uh, you can take this horse, it can build a whole other world for you and you can bring it from platform to platform. And um, just the idea of digital ownership kind of intrigued me and um, just, uh, just got me into the space. So you said digital ownership and it looked like fun. I love that. I kind of, I had the same thing. I like that I could own the horse, but it was also entertainment value. So what was the main factor when you actually came in and bought that first horse? Was it only entertainment at that time or was it investment or was it a mix of both? It was also a mix of, um, well, during that COVID time, we're at home doing nothing, trying to figure out how to make some extra money on the side. Um, and, uh, I was actually in a few ventures where uh, we're just coming popping up ideas of how we can uh, make some money and take advantage of um, kind of this new gaming boom, this esports boom. Um, so it kind of time ties in that whole esports gaming action. Um, at the same time, everyone's gambling, um, everyone's betting on sports. Um, this is just another sport that you can gamble on, and um, well, the possibility of it hopefully in the future. And uh, again, I guess, like I said, just a mix of all those factors and and how fun it was just kind of brought it all together and um, checked all the boxes. And um, another thing was the look. Um, I was, you, you saw a bunch of other projects back in the day. And I mean, you had your CryptoPunks and it was a pixelated image. Mm. And you're like, what the hell is this? 
Um, <laughs> and people are buying this for hundreds of thousands of dollars and you can get this cool racehorse, whole different colors, they race, they make money, you breed them. And um, just the whole idea of the game, it's, it was, it was uh, a game changer for me. So um, yeah, I decided to, uh, okay, I'm gonna um, invest some money into this. Ended up um, trying out for the, uh, the Terra drop. Uh, I don't know if you're around for that, that first few drops over there, um, but it was just a mess. Um, no one knew what was going on. They were sending out links that weren't working. Um, as soon as you logged in, um, nothing was loading. You had this little horse um, icon and then uh, you see all of them pop up in a second. And uh, if you click on one and it's gone, um, you couldn't load anything else. So it was, it was really bad. And I actually didn't get a horse in that first drop. And um, um, after going through the whole process of, of getting my money into an exchange, getting into MetaMask and a wallet, uh, I was really disappointed after that first terror drop. It, was, it really sucked. Um, and then they said, um, wait for the echo drop that's coming out a month later and ended up getting lucky there. So what'd you get on the echo drop? I got four uh, Z, uh, they're all buterins. I got one Z8, a couple Z9s and a Z10. Um, three of them were females. One of them was male. Um, that was actually my goal. Cause then you can just get the one male to breed with the three females and you can breed them every month, get your, get your offspring. And, um, yeah, that's kind of my goal coming in. I didn't have know your horses or anything like that to do some research. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, I got, I actually got pretty lucky with that. I was in a group chat with a couple other guys and I believe they got one or two horses, but, um, I definitely came out, uh, doing pretty well with the four horses that I got. I remember I tried getting more as well. I, I was dipping my toes into the, the Finney, Finney blood, but, um, uh, no luck again. I, I tried for another three horses and they all failed, but, um, that was also the one where, um, they did it in waves. And only the first wave got to buy the horses. Mm. The next three or four waves or whatever it was, they all got screwed. Mm. Um, they couldn't buy horses. And after that first wave, they shut it down. Um, so because I was part of that first one, um, I got lucky and got to get some horses. So can you go over why you went with, you said, three three fillies and one stallion? Uh <laughs> It just came out like that. I mean, when, during that drop day, I was just clicking on everything. Um, by the time you got to choose um, the gender and the color, the horse was gone. So I was literally just clicking anything. Um, got lucky with that. But um, like I said, I, I wanted one male. The plan was to get one male and three females. Um, and just I could breed it, um, get, my, um, get all my covers for that horse and um, make way with that. And I always also came into this knowing that it was more of a, a numbers game. Um, you'd have to get pretty lucky to get a racer. If you weren't getting those high Z horses, um, your ones and twos, and they were just out of my price range. So I thought uh, um, four, five, six buterins over a couple Finneys or even one Zabo was um, better than just the one uh, lottery ticket. So that was kind of my goal there. And it worked out pretty well. Okay. Awesome. So at the end of this drop day, how much did, uh, how much were you invested at the, uh, in Zed run at the end of that day? Oh, uh, even a month before, like I said, during the terror drop, uh, once you get into that black hole, it, there's no going back. Um, it's, it becomes an obsession. Um, you're always thinking the horses, what's the next move? Um, where can I race this horse and this horse? And, uh, yeah. So, um, um sorry what was your question i, I totally lost it's there. all good uh i i realized the way i worded it could have been taken a bunch of different ways ethereum wise how much ethereum had you had invested uh at the end of the echo drop or th whatever drop you're in what was your initial investment into zed run so initial investment i planned on spending a couple grand and um, i'm from canada so uh, a couple grand in Canadian dollars is probably about 15, 1600 US dollars. Um, but I also had a bit left over um, from that uh, when I first bought into a couple shit coins uh, back in 2017. I somehow uh, 
I switched all those shit coins and I traded them for Ethereum nice. back when it was a couple hundred bucks. Nice. So that gave me um, uh, maybe another grand or so US to kind of work with. Um, so I want to say about, call it 2,500 bucks US. Um, those four horses, they cost me uh, under a grand. Um, and then I had the rest to just kind of play with uh, breeding wise and uh, racing. Um, and then from there, I, I raced uh, one of my Z9s and I kind of used her uh, just to figure out the game. Because um, as we know, like I said, back then we didn't have all these crazy websites um, to kind of track all this. And I was literally throwing in her everything. So I kind of screwed up her, her win rate. Um, but she's still my favorite horse and uh, I love her for, uh, for all of uh, Zed's. So, so let's go into that. What was the state of racing like when you first raced your horses? For for people today, the state of racing is KYH, Haku, Zed's Tool, Flames, No Odds, We Got Fatigue. So what did it look like when you first came into this game, and how was racing moving at that point? Oh, it was night and day to what it is now. Um, you were able to – there was no stamina, so you could just race your horses as many times as you want. Um, uh, there was also no wait before, before stamina, you had those 15 hour wait times. There was none of that. Uh, you could literally throw your horse into three races and, uh, come back five minutes later and they're all done. You can see the results for them. Um, so, uh, it was a quick learning period of, uh, you could just figure out your horse in, in a day and in, in a few hours, uh, really. And, um, no, it was, it was great, but I was like, it's definitely not sustainable if, um, they were to keep on like this and um i'm actually happy with kind of the changes that they're at now i think uh it's good for the longevity of the game what changes exactly are you saying like flames because they were too they gave too much of an idea of how good of a horse really was or how much of a donkey it really it really is yeah so uh, i feel like with odds it was too much um, it was, it was great to, to figure it out in one race, one or two races to be sure. Um, flames, I think it takes a little longer now. Um, I think, uh, they went, um, uh, they were at one end of the spectrum with odds to start. Um, and then with flames, they brought it out and they went on the, the other end of the spectrum. And I feel like they need to come back to the middle with some sort of, um, less in odds, um, but we'll, I'm very curious to see what they say. Um, I'm in a chat, uh, Steep Stable, um, and a bunch of a Discord with all these um, great and smart minds. These guys talk about it all day. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where the consensus has landed. Um, you're either on one end, you like the odds, or you don't. You like the flames. Uh, I feel like some sort of of a middle ground there is would be kind of perfect and. Uh, something that they should kind of work towards. And I know they have mentioned it in the uh, Zed Discord that uh, it's coming back, um, a lesser version of the odds. So that's, that's good to hear. And I think um, everyone's, everyone will be happy about that, uh, or at least the majority of the Zed community. Uh, yeah, I agree. So let, let's brainstorm a little bit. What do, you, what do you think this middle ground looks like? Would you like to see maybe a blue flame for the horse that's most likely to place first and then a regular colored flame for second and third? Like, what, what have you heard other people say they would like to see? And personally, what would you like to see as the middle ground between odds and flames? Yeah, I, I read that. Uh, I believe that was Dan Shan um, and some of the Know Your Horses guys that came up with that. Um, I think that's um, that'd be great. Uh, just a little more info on uh, kind of uh, what your horse is and um, the profile of your horse. Um, I just think it's really tough for to bring on all these new players, uh, they buy a, a $400 horse. Um, you race it a few times and um, you don't get the flame or you don't get the results. And uh, they kind of go, okay, what do I do now? I have this $400 horse. It's not winning me money. Um, it's already pretty pricey to get in. Um, I know the floor now is, is, is kind of cheap, but um, when you think about it, you buy a call of duty game for 50, 60 bucks and you're good for, a year until they come out with a new one. Um, this horse game, you buy a $50 horse, uh, you could you could, you could, could lose all your money in, in a few days racing this thing, not knowing what you're doing. So I think uh, something that's kind of middle ground that, that'll help 
um, onboard new users, um, make it a little easier for in discovery to, to help them. Um, so I do like that idea of the blue flame um, as well as uh, along with the other flames. I didn't really read much into that, um, but I do like odds in a sense of it mimics real life. Um, I just don't know how they would implement that. Um, but uh, I, I do think odds would be kind of lesser version of it would be the best way to go in my opinion, obviously. Gotcha. And then that just allows like for the outside sports betting when we get it, it, it lets, because like me looking from the outside in or for anybody else that has like a third party betting site, like how, how, how are you going to get lines or set lines for these races when you're trying to do third party betting? If you don't have odds and you only have flames and it's not like the most hard data to go off of. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's it's gonna be how, how are you gonna how are you gonna make money off that? Um, I just don't see it happening with the flames. Um, but I'm just happy they're they're kind of getting off it, and and they announced that odds are coming back. So uh, hopefully we'll see. I, I I trust in the Z team, and um, I like the direction that they're going. Um, they've been kind of in a dip. Uh, the whole market's been in the shitter. So um, hoping they bring it back, and I, I trust them to do so. How do you think we got here? How do you think, do you think this is a general crypto market to where, why we're like, why we're in the shitter or was this Zed that they kind of caused the secondary market to be like this right now? I think it's a mix of both. I think uh, a more macro view. Um, yeah. A lot of the, these projects are kind of, it's the NFT winter. Um, and I think that mixed with, everything that's been going on um, with Sentinel Gate, um, them not performing um, with the website and, and race regener generation. I think all of that is kind of just hitting the right boxes at the right time and um, during this winter and it's just bringing it down in general. Um, so um, I think that Sentinel Gate really hurt the market uh, for, for at least um, the Twitterverse of Zed um, he had a lot of people selling out and um, a lot of people flooding um, on Twitter, which I mean, do whatever you got to do, but um, to each their own. But um, yeah, they have been kind of screwing up lately, at least give us some comms. Um, um, I just think all of that just kind of mixed in. It's just bringing this, this whole market down. Um, but I've seen some buying lately. So hopefully uh, it's kind of a turnaround to, um, some good news in the in the next month or so. Yeah. I, I see a lot of people kind of praising up December. It's going to be an exciting month. I know East Coast and Dan Shane have been saying that in Archibald. So uh, let's see what happens. Yeah, I'm excited for 2022 of this game. But going into Sentinel Gate, how did you feel about what happened from someone in the company being able to go in and look at the horse data to then how they handled it from start to finish? What are your thoughts on the whole Sentinel gate? Yeah, it was a, a shitty situation. Um, knowing that uh, people had access to that info, um, it really sucked because then uh, it really compromises the game and, and the legitimacy of it. Um, but again, I mean, what's done is done. It happened. Um, if only Chris, Chris Laurent, uh, and I know he was on Twitter, and he was kind of bashing some people saying um, he knows more than these people. Uh, yeah, he said that. And then um, in the Discord, I was reading that day where they came out with that announcement. Um, and he stated that he was eating his words and um, this, this, and that. Um, so I, I really liked how they came out with that announcement. I think uh, it's definitely a step in the right direction. Um, I, to be honest, I was one of the most bullish announcements that has come out from Zed. When I got that announcement, I was like, okay, finally, um, some, some hope in this team to kind of uh, give us some communication and do the right thing. And I think they, they hit the head on the nail there. Um, I, I really don't think how they could have done differently. Um, I mean, okay, he could have came out and said, oh, I'm sorry, I said, I knew more than you, whatever. Right. Um, you're all adults here. We don't need you to say that. Um, so yeah, I know I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm pretty happy with how they went about it. And um, yeah, just, uh, just gets me more bullish for the future. Um, but yeah.
What what are you most excited for going into 2022? Well, first that drop. I'd like mm-hmm. I'd love to pick up uh, some uh, Genesis in that uh, first quarter drop, if it happens, and hopefully they do it a different way. Um, but no, I'm really loving these tournaments. Um, I feel like it's uh, you need to k- take care of the smaller stables and and the the people coming on board as well as the bigger stables and. Um, you kind of see them doing that. They had the big tournament for um, the better horses, and then they came back and did the pity points back at Fibonacci, and then they did A Shapers, which I just watched five of my horses not make it to the second round, which kind of sucked. But um, it's funny, they all finished six to 11. So um, they did their job, but uh, couldn't come out on top uh, in the qualifiers. But no, um, I, I'm loving the tournaments. Um, I'm really excited for, um, the, the kind of axiom model that people have been preaching of, of being able to rent out your horses and kind of getting some use out of, um, some of these stables, because I don't have a big stable, I have maybe 25 horses and, um, even racing two or three of them is taken up a lot of my day. So I can't imagine some of these bigger stables like Lucky Jack and all these guys with over a couple hundred horses what are you doing with these horses? <laughs> They're just sitting there. So, um, no, excited to see what happens with that and uh, to see what, what the team comes up with. I love that. Would you like to see, like, the DES token? Like, how how does this uh, Axie-type model work out? Is it to where you're just earning the token just by playing the game, but also when you win, you earn some? Like, how, how does this Axie model work out in Zed Run? How do you, how do you see this playing out? Sorry, I don't know too much of the Axie model. Um, I just know that you can you have your, your team and they kind of run whatever the scholars, whatever it is. Um, but I see it as um, people renting out your horses. And when they do come out with the DES token, um, you kind of get paid out in that. Uh, just because I, I can't see how they can pay out um, these these the races in um, Ethereum and then um, everything is tied to the U S dollar Ethereum. I just, they need to centralize it and um, just kind of have one tokenomics in in the economy. And um, hopefully um, that'll kind of boost the economy and um, hopefully some of these Genesis holders, uh, they make them happy. So um, not, not crossing my fingers, but uh, I think, uh, uh, the, that drop of um, the DES token will uh, um, just from what I've been hearing and, and them kind of hinting at the DES token come out. Hopefully they drop it to some of us Genesis holders, but not holding my breath there. Was was DES token, was that a topic when you first bought into Zed Run? Was that like a main thing, like Genesis holders will get DES token? It was announced in, I don't want to say a white paper, uh, but it came, it did come from um, the Z Run comms that Des will be dropped to Genesis holders. Um, another reason why I wanted to pick up a few of them in that drop. I don't remember where I read that though, but it was somewhere official. Okay. And so in the current state of Zed, well, just overall Zed, what would you classify your stable as? Like, would you classify yourself as a little guy, the middle guy, or a big guy? And then in the current race system, how are how is everything playing out for you? How are you doing? Are you winning? Are you losing? What is the current class system like for you? And what would you classify yourself as? Uh, so I classify myself as a smaller stable. Uh, like I said, I got about, got about 25 uh, or so horses, mainly buterins. Um, I got a couple of knacks, uh, like we were talking earlier, I picked up a Z2, uh, at the wrong time, um, back, back about a couple months ago for about 1.70. Uh, so that really hurt, but, um, got a couple knacks, um, just to kind of, I, I knew I couldn't afford the, the one and the two Jennies. So picked up a couple legendaries and was hoping to kind of breathe them out to, at the exclusive and the elite level. Uh, haven't done too well there. Um, and looking at stats and hearing the rest of the guys on uh, in, in the past, uh, um, I, I shouldn't hope too much uh, in that bloodline. Um, so yeah, uh, it's at, at this point right now, I'm just kind of experimenting. Um, I got I got lucky uh, breeding my buttes into some Z1s and Z2s at like the buterin minimum price back in the day. 
when breeding was broken. Um, and I do have a couple couple racers that are um, ROI positive in class three and they can kind of hang, but anything over class three, they, they can't finish, they can't place. Um, so I'm, I kind of want to experiment with that. Um, so yeah, I've just kind of been dipping my toes and uh, trying to get my good breeders in high baseability uterines with um, uh, some Zabos and Finneys. And that's kind of where I'm headed next, just trying to test out the waters and the other bloodlines. Um, and that's kind of about it right now. Um, just trying to build up a bankroll. And um, I've, I've been trying to game the, the attorneys. Um, and one thing that part of my strategy is to just build up a bunch of horses that have different specialties, guys that can finish in the sixth and seventh. So when they come up with this tournament, um, I'll have some races for that. Uh, and then guys that can finish in the, the 10th, 11th, 12th, um, just I just think uh, if you have more racers, the better, especially in the future when you can race them out. I know there's a few guys like Al Hamprin. Um, he has so many horses and he rents them out to, to people and they kind of have like a profit share split. Um, I think that's kind of a great model in the future and um, something that you'd like to start now. And um, while we don't really have too much info on breeding and um, while it is while we all still suck at it, I'm just going to keep experimenting with, with kind of everything right now. Um, and that's kind of where I'm headed. That's awesome, man. So, uh, what was I going to say? I forgot what I was going to say. Going back, uh, I'll go back a little bit earlier to what you said. So when you bought your first horses, what, how much could they breed? And like, how much did it change? Because when I came into Zed, a stallion can only breed three times and a mare could breed once. But when you came in, what were the numbers on that? Uh, they were the same. I tried getting in earlier. That was during the terror drop. And that's when breeding was shut down. Uh, when I got my horses, um, yeah, they were breeding was shut down. It opened about a month later. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't able to take advantage of um, the males being a breed. What was it? I think it was six or seven times. And, females you get three breeds um so I'm, I'm really happy they changed that because again um our population is growing so quickly i just don't think how that's sustainable with those numbers um so i think three to one right now is is a uh, is at a good place and um, um that's kind of how it was uh then and uh, i remember breeding prices um they were they had the minimums like you could just put it in for, I think the butyrin minimum 0 0.03 or something like that. Um, and they were broken uh, when breeding reopened. So you could put in a, a Nagzi one at that price. And I remember sitting at my computer screen, just hitting refresh in the breeding barn, <laughs> trying to um, snatch these up. Um, but yeah, that was some fun times. Uh, there was, I remember there's also a few um, discord channels where uh, you could set alerts um, every time a Z1 or a Z2 would pop up. And um, it would be gone in a second. If you weren't at your screen at that moment, the breed was gone. So uh, I got lucky with about four or five of them. And uh, I still have about two or three of them. And um, yeah, that's kind of how it was. And um, kind of wish we went back to that. Let, let the market decide what they want to put their breed in. I know I understand they're trying to protect their bloodlines. Um, but I think um, the disparity from a genesis to the legendary pricing should be changed and hopefully they change that soon would you like to see it just open market choose your own price and go from there or zed rejig the minimums ah uh, i i'm fine with them having a minimum per bloodline i just think they just need more disparity from your genesis your legendary exclusive and so on because i mean what's what's the point of taking that legendary cover when you can um get that genesis for what point zero zero two or whatever it is um i just don't see the point of that um, unless maybe they're telling us something maybe they're saying there isn't much of a difference from genesis to legendary mm. so the price is pretty similar but um i don't know um but hopefully uh you can't really trust what they're saying and telling us that i just think that's just um they just missed that um so hopefully they do adjust it soon okay i like that and now i, I remember what i was going to ask you you said 
your horses did what they were supposed to do in this A-shaped tournament. They got six through whatever, seventh. But for these tournaments, it's only you only have to get those standards up to qualifying. And then after we get past qualifying, it changes to first through third. Would you like to see it stay all the way through consistent for the pity point tournament? The winner should have been the fourth place person. And then for this A shapes, it really should be someone that places sixth, seventh and eighth to move on to the next round. Yeah, of course. Um, I just um, just judging from what they said in the discord that uh, they don't have the capabilities to do that yet. Um, they can only send your one, two, three onto the next round. Uh, but yeah, of course, uh, if you're going to have an A-shaped tournament, um, if you're going to win that tournament, it's because you're the best horse at finishing sixth, seventh, eighth, or whatever it was. Um, but yeah, that, that kind of sucked. I mean, all five of mine, I, I, I got five out of 10 horses in, a couple of them on the cusp. Uh, and all of them finished uh, sixth through tenth in the, in my qualifying. So um, they're definitely donkeys, and um, I didn't make it to the next round. It was it's, this is the best uh, tournament that I've done in um, every other tournament. I had one or two, two or three horses, and I mean I had five horses in this one and didn't play. So um, it kind of sucked, but I know they're still testing and testing out their tournament system and whatever they got to do. I know it's not possible for them to do that yet. Um, so it was good to see when they announced the next three tourneys that they're kind of, they have this criteria with the maiden. Um, and uh, what's that other tournament? Um, what's the one after? Fibonacci 3.0? Okay. Yeah, that's right. Um, so that was the same. So no, it's just the maiden that they they have a, a criteria. Uh, hopefully they kind of expand that to bloodline tournaments um and kind of just different um your legendary tournaments your exclusives and all that uh, so very interested to see what they come up with after these three how do you feel about tournaments in general just from not having them to now having them every single week back to back to back do you like them what would you like to see change about them what do you want to see in the future with them or just how do you feel about them i love them i think it's uh, getting horses off the sidelines um, all these people that uh, wanted a reason to run their donkeys, you haven't. Um, and they're mixing it in. You got your, your good horse tourneys with the Fibonacci and they go to your donkey tourneys. I don't mind that mix. Um, it also gives us a break. And I'm sure the bigger stables are saying the same thing where um, they're, they're not going to enter the A-shaped. I, I know a lot of the bigger guys on Twitter, they're saying, yeah, they're going to skip this one, get ready for the next one. So, uh, no, I think uh, it's going to, overall just gets these at community uh, racing and uh, more racing means um, uh, more volume, more race regeneration. And that's good for everyone. Right. So uh, once they get um, the website and, and uh, be able to handle the volume of all these, I think um, in a few months, hopefully in a few months, um, we're not even going to recognize this game. It's going to be a lot different and um, just a lot smoother. Yeah, I agree. I like how they're, They've always said, like, some horses, every horse is going to have its chance, right? And I think that these, these tournaments are what they mean by that. If we go back and we look at the Fibonacci, the inaugural tournament, or any of the good horse tournaments, you heard the majority of people, because a lot of people don't have, like, these all-star racehorses. They're complaining, like, ah, oh, I don't have a Z1. This tournament's made for Z1, Z2s. But now, if you look at it, it's all the big guys complaining. It's like, this tournament's stupid. This is dumb, right? But then if I go on <laughs> look on great. Twitter, I've seen 20 people that I've never heard of, and they've got five, five horses qualified, right? So it's doing what it's supposed to do. It's playing the little guy. You're still having your shot to get a chance at a big money prize pool. And then the big guy, you still have your shot. You just might have to wait, you know, one week in between your tournament right yeah exactly so um again like that's that's good you, you'll stimulate the the better horses of the economy and then you'll have another tournament for the other end of the spectrum so uh no i think it's uh i'm loving what they're doing um and another thing is just exciting when you get into those finals and quarterfinals i'm sweating in my chair over here watching my horse um and, and they're donkeys so uh, if they can get me off my chair, uh, I'm sure they're going to get the masses eventually and um, hopefully open up to a wider um, demographic. So, 
do you have any tournament ideas that nobody's ever said yet? Like just anything you think would be fun? <laughs> Good question. Um, I'm loving what the zombie guys are doing. Uh, I, I was all in on those zombie tournaments. Um, I love the uh, last four standing, which is kind of the same thing as the A-shaped. Um, any new ideas? I would say U. I don't want to say U-shaped. To be honest, I don't know. Because U-shaped, I mean, everyone has a U-shaped horse these days. I think that'd be fun. But you can game the U-shape. You can run your horse so far into 30% stamina, and they're going to finish um, 11th to 12th through the next 30 races. So, um, no, I don't have any new ideas. I feel like Zombie has covered that pretty well, um, which sucked because I, I bought and talked about the Zombie tournament. Um, I bought... And when it came when they announced that tournament, I bought a horse just for that. And it's one of the horses that didn't qualify for the tourneys, which sucked. Um, but no, I don't have any ideas uh, on, on new tournament structures. Uh, I, I, they actually did a color clash one that just ended. I love the team aspect of that. Um, they did it uh, per color. So if you're in the earth column, all your horses were facing off against all the horses in the fiery column. And uh, kind of whoever won that, there were individual prizes, top uh, top twenty or something, whatever they paid out. Um, I, I love that team. Uh, kind of, um, they had a bunch of people in their own Discord channels and the zombie chat. I thought that was really great. So I'd love to see more stuff around uh, team style events. Um, maybe kind of one day it'll be um, top three finishers. The next day it'll be your your, your bottom three finishers, the next year, five, six, seven, stuff like that. Um, they can get pretty um, creative with that stuff. So That's pretty cool, man. So if you had to pick one horse, you had an unlimited budget, but you could only own one horse in Zed Run. Any horse, though, what horse and why? Oh, that's easy. Sentinel. Mm. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, no, um, <laughs> I would love... Um, I mean, Princess of Power, I'm such a fan of hers. Um, I feel like you can just throw her anything and just, uh, she's either going to finish first or last. Um, but I don't know what the future of these U-shaped horses are going to be. Um, I feel like once they turn on um, the other factors, uh, I'm not sure they're going to do gate preference, but weather um, and um, curve tracks maybe. Um, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with them. But I, I'd, I would say Princess of Power. She's got the name to her, and um, uh, I don't know. I just, I just love her. She's, you can put her in any race, and she'll. Uh, I was gonna say diamonds, but um, all good. Uh, I've heard you say diamonds on every show, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to someone else. I'm gonna give it to Princess of Power. Yeah, Princess uh, yeah, of Power is good. She, uh, I believe yeah. that horse pulls better odds than diamonds too. So can't hate on that. But uh -huh. I do, I do want to go into that. What you said about the U shape. So what do you think? plays out because i've thought about this myself as well when you add in all those other factors is it still that they can beat anybody on a good roll or like do you think they would change shapes and become maybe an a shape or an l shape like what's going to happen when you add in weather if they do add in gate preference if they do add in steeple chases like w what do you think happens to the u shapes well, I think right now the sunny course, the sunny and dry is kind of your, your main stake course. So if you have those U-shapers, they could either be really good at your, your wet with your steeplechases in, 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 in wet conditions or they'd be really shit. So I think um, your U-shapers your are going to, I don't know, I think they're either going to be really good or really bad in all these other conditions as well. So I think it, it's kind of better to have one of them. Um, but I mean, it's all a guessing game at this point. We don't know what they're going to do. Um, but no, I just think, uh, yeah, they can hopefully, um, do well in, in one area and it's going to do shit in the other. And I just think, uh, Sonny and what we're racing in right now is kind of the middle. So you're kind of getting both ends of the spectrum with your horse. Um, so that's kind of how I see it. Cool. And then what has been your favorite Zed run partnership? We've got NASCAR, we've got Stella Artois, we got a bunch of other sponsorships and partnerships that they got. Which one's your favorite and why? Uh, it was probably that Andreessen one. Um, I mean, the guy 
was pretty much here throughout the whole internet boom and invented a lot of the browser and all that stuff. So um, probably that one. Um, uh, and then the, uh, the NASCAR stakes, that, that was kind of exciting. Um, I know there's a big community over there. So um, I mean, all of them, I mean, even the Netflix one, just to get that name um, in comparison with, with Zed is huge. Uh, so we'll see, hopefully um, they come up with more and um, we'll see where that goes. Now, who would you think would be like a good fit for Zed Run and sponsorships? Like, who would you like to see come on next? Hmm. Uh, I'd, to be honest, I'd rather see them fix um, the site first and uh, get uh, racing regeneration before they get any more partnerships. Um, I feel like they have gotten a ton of money. Um, they can do enough with that for now to fix the game and fix the class system. Um, and then kind of build out some more partnerships from there to grow the game. I don't think they're, they're, they're able to handle um, much more volume at this point. Um, so fix that first, then kind of look to branch off. And, and once they do turn on marketing, then they can kind of find some more partnerships, but fix the game first. What part of racing do you see as clunky? I'll, I'll give you what I see as clunky, and then uh, you you tell me if you think the same. So what I see as clunky is, well, choosing a gate, and then it'll already be taken, and then you got to go and kind of either refresh or um, go and choose another gate. Uh, two, and then when your race fills, sometimes it'll disappear and you can't see it on the next to run screen. And then you'll go back to your class and your next to run screen trying to switch and see. And then I think this is what you were saying was the race regeneration. It's just that a certain distance in a certain class won't pop up sometimes. Is that what, is that what you meant by that? Yeah. Like you have some of these horses that can only run in the, the 14 and 16 or sorry, 12 and 14 and you're waiting all day for that to kind of find one and you're with your, 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 your entry uh, type. So, um, and I know, and, and that's just the website being bad. I mean, um, having that error is just two people uh, pressing at the same time, one beats you. So uh, you, you get that error and you got to try a different gate. Um, so um, yeah, that is the clunky part of it. Um, sometimes you're just clicking forever and it's, it's hard enough just to get into a free race. Um, so, and I, I did see some people saying, um, that they hinted at that coming up some auto gate selection or whatever, um, which would be good as long as you can see who was already registered. I don't like the whole, um, blind entry fee, uh, because then it, it takes your edge away. Um, so I think, um, as long as you can kind of get that, um, auto gate selection, but you can still see all the horses in that race, uh, that'd be good for the site. Um, and yeah, they just, um, need more races. Um, they're just, it's just so hard to get in even paid racing. Uh, I understand, you know, once everyone's registered, it's got, it goes with scheduling, it gets verified and then it goes. And sometimes if there's an issue with one, um, it'll go back into the races open screen. So sometimes you'll hit it and you'll say 11 out of 12, but it's already been taken. Um, but it's still there because it hasn't verified that last that last horse or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, I think a lot of it is clunky right now. Once they clean it up, um, I think, uh, and they can kind of handle, uh, they can scale it to a million horses. I think um, we're off to the races. 100% agree, 100% agree. So let's say I give you the keys to Zed Run. You can change anything. You can bring back odds, take away flames, take away fatigue. What are you changing and why? Uh, I definitely think it's the class system. Um, they need to kind of scale that and uh, figure that out. I, I would like to bring back a lesser version of odds again. How? I have no clue. Um, but that's kind of what I would change first. Okay. Okay. And then, so what, like, well, I mean, we kind of already went over what it would look like. I, I mean, it's really hard to like to do that, right? To either go like a blue flame and two different flames for people to place or to bring back odds. You're kind of just bringing in the definite, the definite statistics on that horse. If you pull shitty odds, most people are just going to go to resale again, right? On the, 
on the uh, secondary market. So you got to find that fine balance in between the two, right? Exactly. So that's it, right? I mean, it, I, I'm guessing it's just not a flip of the switch where they can just bring back odds and um, hope everything's going to be okay. So uh, yeah, as long as they find that middle ground, I'm okay with. Glad I'm not trying to help with that because I don't know where to start. Um, you're obviously going to piss some people off and um, some people are going to love it. Uh, so just do what they're going to do and um, let us decide if we like it or not. Okay. So let's, I'm going to change this question up for you. Let's restart your stable and I give you back your Ethereum. So you have the same amount of Ethereum that you started Zed Run with. How would you approach the game today? And what would what horses would you get today in this current market with your initial investment? Uh, so I think I started with about two ETH. Um, so with two ETH, I mean, you can get, I mean, buterins are like 0 0.1, 0 0.12. I think that's a floor right now. Um, and I think the, the Z5s, I like the Finney Z5s right now uh, at, uh, what are they, like um, almost an, about an ETH that are around there. So I'd probably get, see, I don't know, because then would you rather take your hit at a couple Z5s, um, get you maybe around two ETH and then kind of race and um, just breed on from there? Or I would take that Buterin route you could get. Uh, 10 to 15 buterins and, and just play your your ticket at the lottery from there um, coming in with what I did is 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 tiny compared to what everyone else did so I'm assuming you don't have enough money to 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 get your z1 z2s um, so yeah I like that um, kind of get a bunch of z10s or maybe even your z8s or, or, or sorry your finnies z7 z6s um, and just uh, play that lottery every week, but you also you you also get that hit of if they do drop a Des token, um, you cover that of you getting airdrops on tokens. Um, but I mean, yeah, I really like that Buterin line because the floor right now on re resale is point point oh one. Um, so if you have two stables, the cost to breed a Buterin Jenny. Uh, sorry, with a Buterin Jenny is 0 0.022. Uh, if you do that in-house, you create two stables. I think it's 0 0.009 and you could sell, you could race them. You could take your, your luck at that maiden, uh, sorry, at that griffin. Uh, you win that. If it ends up being a shit horse, uh, you could sell it for 0 0.01. So you're still in the green there. So I really like that for anyone kind of starting out to, to, to start at that Buterin level, learn the game, try to figure out your horses profiles you have all these tools to help you out with that now um and yeah just start from there and then kind of build your your stable from there okay awesome man so a year from now where do you see your stable and in that time what upgrades are you going to make are you going to try and sell out of some horses and reinvest into another one are you going to try and breed your way up how are you going to step up your game and what's your process of doing that so yeah, I am looking to upgrade my stable, trying to get some more Finny and, and Zabo blood into it. Um, I would like to um, kind of sell some of my racers. I do have a few racers that I could sell um, and hopefully kind of get a Z5 Jenny. Um, reading what everyone's saying, um, listening to your, your um, past few um, streams, um, there's a lot of value with those Z5s. Even the Zabos, I mean, if they continue to drop, you can get a Zabo for one, I saw a bunch of them going for one, 1.5 in the last few days. I uh, would like to uh, save up some liquidity for that um, and, and just breed them with their buterins, right? So uh, just kind of, I like that mixed bloodline. Um, I know there's still so much data we haven't discovered yet. Um, I feel like a lot of the OGs, they've, they've messed around with the knacks and the, the Z1s to Z5s. So um, I don't think there's as much uh, kind of quality breeding in that um, that Z8 to Z15 range uh, if with some mixed bloodlines and with some quality breeders. So hopefully we see that in the next few months and kind of get a better idea of where I should be headed with my strategy. But um, uh, yeah, right now it's uh, just covering costs and 
like I said, if um, I, I'm still breeding some of my donkeys and taking that lottery ticket hit, uh, because you can sell it for floor at 0.01 and um, you can end up green on that if you win the Griffey or whatnot, win a few races here and there, racing the two 250s and maybe you place in a few of them, uh, you can still come out net positive. So um, I'm still gonna do that. Um, and then try and hit on a racer and kind of work some new blood into my stable in the next few months. Awesome. And then how are you explaining this to your family and friends, investing in digital racehorses, breeding digital racehorses, trying to buy a race race digital racehorse? How are you telling your friends and family about this? <laughs> um, pretty much I've kept my mouth shut uh, just because trying to explain this to some of my friends, I'm like, if I were to explain this to myself, I'd punch myself in the face. What are you talking about? You're spending tens of thousands of dollars on, on digital races, racehorses. What are you doing? Um, but no, um, I tell them that it's, it's, it's just a video game and a kind of an, an investment on you're exposing yourself to, to the gaming aspect, the e-gaming gambling, and um, just the overall fun in, in the space. It's um, I think there's so much potential and what they can do. The possibilities are endless. So, um, yeah, just kind of not trying to sell them because, um, I, I've tried that with a few people and, um, they've all given me the cold shoulder and like, why are you still talking about this? Um, so, uh, yeah, just kind of, uh, getting them informative on the space and, and then let them decide from there, um, whether to invest or do whatever they want from there. Yeah, I think a lot of us have the same stories. We either get the side eyes, the weird looks, like, what the hell are you doing? But, yeah, hey, you know, if we're making money or if you have the chance at making money, then it's all good, right? Exactly. So, uh, no, I, I I just think in the next few months, I mean, um, everyone's going to, this is going to be mainstream and in uh, the coming year, um, I'm talking about the whole metaverse in general. So, uh, had already people asking me why is what is Facebook changing their name to metaphor and um, so people are talking and once you hear your um, your cousins talking about it that's when uh, that's when you know we've come a long way and we're still early so um, no I'm excited to see what the overall space has in store in the next few months yeah there's a lot of things that really came our way with I, I would say it started back with like Fortnite because Fortnite was free and then kids didn't or kids didn't have to ask their parents to buy Fortnite for them. They're asking their parents to buy V-Bucks, right? So that kid is kind of already implanted in his parents' head about like skins and native currencies. But they were also like kind of the biggest advocates for us in NFT space and like virtual tokens. So then you take the Fortnite aspect and then just bring that to the digital aspect of racing horses and actual ownership. Like just a lot of things that played That's out right. from Fortnite to Facebook changing their name. Like it's very reassuring to see all of this stuff start to play out in the real world. That gives us justification with crypto NFTs and just the whole play to earn aspect. Right. Cause now the staple centers, crypto.com you see crypto That's commercials right. with Matt Damon on them. Like, then you got Facebook changing their name. It's just like we're heading down the right path. And it's awesome to see like the outside validation, right? That's right. And and with Nike kind of yes. buying into Artifact, I mean, you got some of these big brands, Adidas, Nike, just entering the space. And I like to follow the big money. So um, I think uh, we're headed in the right direction. And, and let's hope to see some mass adoption soon. Let's go. Do you got any questions for me, Dallas? Ah, I want to see what what's next for you. Um, what what's I know? Uh, did you pick up that Finney yesterday, or uh, I know you you just got paid out for that Sentinel gate. Yeah. So, uh, which by the way, I was hyped for. I was like, I remember Sentinel being in in your your race, and as soon as I saw that house, I was like, okay, Diamond, yeah. Diamond's getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> it was a it was a pleasant surprise. Um, I was surprised that they handled it like that with even. The Redwood City Classic, it makes sense because those were the big buy-ins and people like GVG, Crimson, and myself, everybody got, that got pushed out kind of got screwed. But I like how they went to every single race, not just the sponsored race to where you're getting refunded. Anybody that raced against this horse and if this horse beat you, you're getting refunded for that. So that was a great, great way of handling it, right? Like they handled it flawlessly Definitely. in my opinion. 
Yeah, I agree. They didn't leave anyone out. And, and then I saw some people complaining of, oh, you should rerun the tournaments because then some people wouldn't have qualified for the tournament. I was like, okay, guys, come on. Really, they can't go back that far. I mean, they're already paying out literally everyone. If you lost a 250 race to them, they're paying that out. Um, now, just, just to touch on that again, I, I, I really do think they did. Um, they made the best of a shitty situation. Um, and I think, um, no, it was, it was a great, uh, other than an apology from Chris Laurent that we didn't get, who cares? Um, no, <laughs> really, no one cares. So, um, no, I think uh, it's time for everyone to move on and uh, just look forward to the future of Zen. Yes, sir. And then, uh, yeah, future for me, man, is just I'll be breathing. I needed that Finney because I'm I'm printing Z4 exclusives, but I need some way to hold them at the exclusive level because I only have legendaries besides the Genesis that I bought. So, and then I was on with Shady Lane yesterday, or, uh, Shady Lane, and he was saying like Z10, Z11 exclusives with some Nakamoto blood are really good, or they just have a high breed score. So that's the future for me. I'm just going to be trying to print some Z4s, get some Z4 fillies, breed that with the Genesis Z6, make Z10s, 11, 12s, finnies. Uh, you going to take it that elite level? I think exclusive because if, if I have an exclusive Z4 uh, filly, right, and if I take her to the Genesis Z6, uh, it's exclusive. Finney, that's right. it, would, it would hold that exclusive, right? Okay, so you're you're fine with breeding down um, your your Z twos or sorry whatever you got it to, because that's another thing I want to trial is um, I do have a, a Z two knack um, mare and I want to try and breeding her down because that's another thing that you don't see a lot of people do. Um, usually you're breeding up into the Z one Z two males. Um, I just feel like we don't have enough data on that uh, female to lower end male. So no, that's a good play there. I want to see what you come out with that. It's exciting stuff. Yeah, and uh, I, for you, I would check out. Uh, I would check out a Z three Genesis. Shady Lane was saying that a Z two mare with like a Z two uh, a Z two Genesis makes a good Z five exclusive. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good call. I, I know I follow those guys all the time. Um, I know him and Dan Shane. They go at it, <laughs> loving their Twitter feed. Uh, but no, it, it's informative. Like I said, I'm in that steep uh, Discord, and I read about every single message um, in that general chat. Um, there's so many smart people in there um, just uh, just to learn the game and uh, just having access to that stuff. Um, you can learn so much. And, um, I love all the different uh, views of with, with uh, Zedge's tool and uh, his 1600-meter um, and with the XYZ theory, as well as Dan Chan's blood tool. I know they're at odds all the time, but... Hmm. Um, I love both views and um, just trying to take it all in and kind of um, set a stable off of everything that you, you see and you read and you believe in. And uh, like I said, we really don't know anything yet. I mean, basically was a made up term. Um, so uh, we don't really know anything, but uh, from what they have and the data they have produced, I'm grateful to have that stuff and um, can't leave out the know your horses guys, hawk you, uh, BG, love those guys. Um, but yeah, no, um, just, uh, love all the info, get, get, get soaked in all the info that you can and, and kind of make a decision from there. Hell yeah, man. Well, thank you so much for coming up. I had a great time. This was a great conversation. Where can people contact, where can people contact you at? Uh, you can find me on, uh, Twitter, uh, Dallas diamonds underscore. Um, and then message me on discord. All my info's there. And uh, hit me up if you're ever looking to mix some breeds. Um, I'm always looking to expand some blood and um, just trying to, I mean, like I said, we're all in discovery mode right now. So um, let's let's do some uh, wild breeding and um, let's just have a good time. Let's go, man. I'm hoping you get a racer, bro. I'm hoping to see you in class one or a Netflix race so you can uh, join in on the hype, man. It's a good time. and I, I can't wait, bro. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, no, I love what you're doing. Keep it up. Like I said, I watched every one of your videos from your Top Shot days. So um, keep it up and uh, a big fan. Thank you so much, man. So I'll catch you another time. I'm, I'm welcome. You're welcome to come back whenever you want. So just hit me in the DMs. I'm welcome to have you back. Thank you so much, man. All right, buddy. Take care. Have a good one. Hey, that was awesome, man. 
definitely got me nervous, but uh, I love it. 